Open our lips, O God, that our mouths might proclaim your praise. Amen. You have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Savior. Give us grace so to follow your saints in all living, that we may come to those ineffable joys. Knit together in a mystical communion and fellowship. I won't ask for a show of hands, but I'm wondering how many of you, like me, have ongoing conversations with people in your life who have already died. Yeah, you know, this is the third time I said, you don't have to raise your hands, so people are like, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, let's admit it. That's what All Saints Day is all about. It is the evidence of why we gather and talk about a mystical communion of those with whom we're in relationship because we have in our very physical bodies the reality of that experience. The conversation's continuing. We know they're here. And what I love is one of those rare occasions when science catches up to the church and not the other way around is that as we've heard, Geneticists are saying we pass on in our DNA more than just skin pigment and eye color. The accumulated memories and experiences of those who are in our bodies, in our lives, in our ancestries are passed on and we have them in us. And the church says to the geneticists, well, duh. <laughs> who didn't know that? And we talk about following the blessed saints in their living. Well, what does that mean? Because obviously, they weren't perfect any more than we are. But what I think it means is that we follow them in their stamina and in their perseverance and in their resilience. Those who have stood before us and say, choose life, keep going in life. We have been there before ourselves. And they call us again and again into that deeper experience of life, knit together in the communion of those who have gone before. In an interview this past week, Rabbi Justin Goldstein, some of you remember from when he was here this summer preaching, Rabbi at Congregation Beth Israel here in Asheville, was speaking about the experience of the shootings in the synagogue last week. And in reflecting on that, he offered this. He said, One place in Jewish tradition that we do gather enormous strength from is the perseverance, bravery, and strength of our ancestors. The repeated tragedies generation after generation that our people have experienced does not stop us from continuing to share that perseverance. We find it in the wisdom of our tradition and the stories of our people surviving against all odds. Mystical communion with those who have gone before us. Their stories engendering in us the capacity for bravery, stamina, perseverance. Now before I say more about what Justin is offering us from the tradition, I also heard him say something else last week that grabbed me. 
as he was speaking about these events, he said, these moments are not new for us Jews. And I realized what he was talking about is the reality both in this country of people, whether it be their religious background or their skin color or their ethnicity, who, like Justin, wake up each morning wondering when the next word or act of hate or violence is going to come. And as I listened to him, I realized I don't wake up with that in the morning because I'm in that bizarre category called white. Now, I joked at 9 o'clock that before the 40s, Italians weren't white, but somehow the country decided differently. So, you know, (laughs) go figure. My grandfather changed his name. I don't have to. It is that bizarre. That stupid. Amen? Amen? Thank you. And what I realize, listening to Justin, is that it's our work as white folks to know Justin's experience, to know the people of color's experience, and to immerse ourselves in their lives instead of just taking the gifts they give us in these moments. Like, thank you, Justin, for talking about resilience. Now go back to worrying. I'm going back to being white, thank you. So I need to say that as we reflect on the gifts he is giving us. It's our work to look at all the systems we participate, knowingly, unknowingly. It's our work to examine again and again and again all the structures we participate in that keep fostering white folks at the expense of others. Jane Hatley was here at our adult forum talking about self-help credit union, an institution that was founded on that very question. How do we dismantle the systems that keep engendering economics into white folks while it takes it away from other folks? How do we dismantle that and create something different? That's our work. So as we listen to Justin speak about resilience, I'm keeping that in my ear as well. But I realize as Justin was talking and proclaiming about the perseverance of ancestors, I realized once again we have some universal things we share. All Saints Day is just that the perseverance of our ancestors, our belief that we walk in the paths of those who have gone before us and that they are right here in us, in our bodies and souls. And amid all the challenges of life and all the chapters of life, we don't walk this alone, but we walk it in communion and companionship with all those who have gone before us. That's why we have their pictures here today, to remind us. For if the communion of ancestors is about anything. It's about resilience and hope. It's why last week on Sunday, after the shootings in Pittsburgh, the Jewish synagogues and communities in our region began calling each other later in the day after the sun went down to say, what are we going to do tomorrow? And they determined, because of their ancestry and the fellowship of their ancestors, that they would meet in the most public place you could probably meet in Asheville, outside, in the open, calling us to vigil and putting the word out as fast as they could to any friends who wished to join them. Why they gathered out in the open to sing, to read the old texts, 
to read the laments as well as the hopes, to dance, literally, and to then go back to living. They did that because of the communion of their ancestors, because they knew themselves surrounded in that mystical communion, and therefore they were not going to hide. They were not going to submit to the paralysis of fear, and they invited us to do the same to get back outside, knowing we're surrounded by the ancestors. Resilience. It was practiced last Sunday in the park by our Jewish friends who invited us to practice with them. And it was practiced again yesterday, as Rabbi Justin said during the week last week, and this coming Saturday morning, the members of Tree of Life will gather in their worship space to observe Shabbat. Well, resilience is what Mary and the other followers of Jesus are learning today in the gospel. Lord, if you'd been here, you know, Jesus, if you'd been here, uh, my brother wouldn't have died. And Mary is saying that with a particular bite to it. Because earlier in the gospel, we hear that Mary and her sister have sent word to Jesus saying, Lazarus is very ill, and we think he's about to die. And so that messenger went and delivered the message to Jesus, and that messenger no doubt came back to Mary and reported, and Mary said, so what did Jesus do? So well, I don't know what he's doing, but he didn't interrupt his dinner and jump up right away. And that's not because the gospel writer is trying to tell us that Jesus is somehow cold or somehow uncaring. It's because the gospel writer is trying to protect us again and again from that basic human hunger to expect God to be some kind of cosmic pain reliever. Jesus, if you're here, I don't hurt and I don't feel things. And the gospel writer is saying, no, that's not what Jesus is about. That's not what this life is about. That's not what the ancestors are preaching to us. What Jesus is about is finding a new way of living, a way to keep living amid the pain and the loss. That's what guides us. The communion of those who love us, being together. And it's why we have these pictures here today, at least for a couple of reasons. One, certainly as we look back and see these who have died this past year, certainly at first we are grieving them and missing them. But we also have them here today because they are proclaiming to us, folks, you have figured out a way to continue to live. Companionship and resilience are the proclamation of All Saints' Day. In a few moments, we will be baptizing Lola, who's doing a great job, i got to say. And we will proclaim to Lola that we are a people who believe in and choose life. We are a people who have hope regardless of whatever comes along in our way. And we will be the ones, along with these saints, who will proclaim to Lola, these vows are not fantasy. 
But in fact, when we gather amid the stories, when we gather amid the vows, we find that indeed in us is the capacity to effect life in the world. And that's what the vows are about. And that's what we're vowing for Lola. We are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses proclaiming that our lives and the lives of the planet are ever before us. Proclaiming that life will be found by those who gather and who tell the stories and who sing and who dance and who go out into the world knowing that our life and the life of the world is found out there. 